0: good afternoon good evening wherever you may be on this big blue marble we call planet earth what is happening everybody what is going on it is what is it the 22nd yeah that's the 22nd of wednesday december 22nd 2021 um let me just start off by saying if you guys don't make it to all the way through this episode, I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas anyway, (laughs) so just a shout out to everybody, Merry Christmas. It's coming up real quick, I mean super quick. This year went hella quick. Unbelievable. right. um, wow. Yeah, I haven't been on since, what, Friday or something like that? Uh, It's been kind of weird, man. Let me me (laughs) quickly tell you about this whole mess at my doctor's office, Right. So I had this back and forth with the nurse I, I didn't want to wait in the reception room Because first off The medical facility is just Hell of people are They they, they talk about social distancing right it, It's impossible to do it in this place This place is so goddamn small And I felt so claustrophobic And plus you gotta wear the damn mask And I I, I get anxiety wearing that shit right So anyhow Um <laughs> I told him I'd wait outside right Um you know, just out in the fresh air away from everybody. And they said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll call you when you come back in. Well, I kept going out, in and out, in and out, because they kept giving me excuses of, oh, you need to fill out paperwork, you know, come back in here and do this. And now, now you got to come back in here and fill out this paperwork. And it was back and forth, basically. And every time I had to do that, I had to go through this procedure of, uh, where they take your temperature, um, they ask you all these questions. They, they actually ask you like about, it was like about half a dozen questions, you know, and it, it just became mundane. I mean, you had to wait back in a line just to get back and just to go inside to fill out paperwork. And, and it's just, a, it was a mess. Right. So I was totally frustrated. Right. Finally, I'm all done with that. And they say, okay, we want you to go get your blood drawn. We're going to do a full blood screen. I said, okay, fantastic. Right. So <laughs> I, I went to this place. I, I had to walk to this place. Right. It, it's pretty far. It's about a few miles actually. And uh, I I don't mind the walk because I walk all the time, right? So I get there, I go through almost a damn near the same procedure. You know, I guess in all these medical facilities in California, you got to go through temperature, a questionnaire. I I don't know, but it was the same way at this other place. Um, But I didn't go outside and wait, but I did wait a long time after a long walk. And when I finally go in there, it was what, I waited about 20 minutes with a mask on. And so I'm really kind of anxiety ridden. I I just hate wearing those things. I can't breathe in those goddamn things. I don't know how people do it. Anyhow, finally it was my turn. I go all the way in the back. I'm ready to go, rolling up the sleeve, the whole bit. And uh, she gets my medical information. She says to me, well, you're not covered. And so it's going to cost you about $365. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't have that type of money, you know. And so <laughs> uh, I had to... Figure out a way. I, I didn't understand why my insurance didn't cover it, so I had to, it, 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 i had to leave. I wasn't going to pay it. I didn't have the money up front, you know. And I was sure in the hell wasn't going to pay you three hundred sixty-five dollars just to suck blood out of my body like a bunch of vampires. You know what I mean? It really didn't mean. <laughs> it wasn't that big of a deal, you know. So I took off, and it was just a whole thing. I had to call the health insurance department, and you know, their their whole department of knuckleheads, and they gave me a whole routine. I don't know. It just never fell through. I I could have been here doing, you know, talking with you guys, but no. I'm walking all over the place just to find out I was shut down. There you go. So, so if you survived that little story, thank you and God bless you. <laughs> Alright, um, let's get right into it. This is going to be, I'm, I put a little flavor into the show. I, I wanted to give it a little Christmas feel, so I got some Christmas stuff for you. That's going to be blended into the episode. I also did um, a few stories when I had free time. Um, I put out a lot of videos, if you haven't checked it, at my YouTube and Rumble pages. Uh, Go check that out. I'm going to put a lot of these segments that I do on the podcast. I'm going to be putting them on Rumble and not YouTube. YouTube's going to be more of a kind of a, you know, traveling around, you know, my local area. Or, you know, just something like that to that effect. It's going to be more of a personal experience thing whereas uh if i do anything on this podcast it'll be on rumble so go check that out all the uh links will be at the real wd on twitter so go check that out all right did i get that all in i think so so uh god (laughs) damn now just in case there was a good story coming up in these headlines uh, i had put on my just to get in the spirit things i put in put on my uh what do you call these santa hat but it's a raider santa hat santa hat excuse me (laughs) so i got that on just to be in the mood but the damn thing is covering my eyesight it's pretty big on my head i got it i lost a lot of weight in the last few few months i don't know what the deal is there anyhow uh so there you go if i it's getting hot too jesus christ it's hot as hell it's a rainy it's a rainy stormy day today here in the Bay Area. So if you're in the Bay Area, hang on tight. It's going to be a wet one. I think it's going to be like that through the whole state. So be careful. But uh, let me get right to this. Um, segments that I did record earlier. There is one uh, about a GOP member. I guess he was a aide or something like that. I, I, these stories, I did them over the weekend. So I really don't remember too much about them so all that information will be in the description box of what they're about i'm I'm pretty sure i'll put it down there if not i'm lazy i'll just probably not put nothing there no this will be just a surprise for you (laughs) but there's a gop member who decided he wanted to be a porn star we'll talk about that um also if you haven't heard or seen there is uh, a photo bomb i i captured it's really great it came out well, when did it come out yesterday or something like that i had recorded it when it first came out and it, it started blowing up all over tv ended up on fox news there's a, a scene where pelosi's in the bay area and she's talking to all the constituents when well, basically there were just a bunch of you know her you know boost i guess her you can call her, her booster club uh, surrounding her, and she was in San Francisco, barking about something. And some other guy was—he was—he didn't photobomb her, but he was out in the background, in the distance, and you can hear her just blast out, you know, "fuck Joe Biden" and, and "and let's go, Brandon, USA," and all kinds of stuff. So we'll get into that. It's pretty funny audio. Um, and also, I did a video. If you check it out, I did it both on YouTube. I believe I did it on YouTube, but I know I did it on Rumble. And uh, I was just kind of going through some videos and shit, and. It, it was kind of a couple of stories from their local NBC affiliate out in Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, just an example of the kind of crime that's going on. And Philly's no different. Philly's, you know, got the asshole DA, won't prosecute, and people are doing jackass shit. In fact, I think I just heard a story about, I think it was in Philadelphia, some guy just got robbed. I guess he was at his uh, wedding reception with his wife, and some guys jumped out of the car and robbed him at his own wedding reception. Uh, I don't know if that, I, I might come across that in the headlines and, uh, and you know a whole bunch of stuff and I got a lot of Christmas stuff for you guys out there to take a listen to it's pretty funny stuff so Be on the lookout for that. So let's get right to it. Let's get to the headlines. Uh, I did come across one and uh, it's from a local KPIX. I'm going to start off with a little local and uh, it's this cafe in San Francisco. It's called the Zuni Cafe and not only does the city of San Francisco require you to you know show your papers, your vaccine papers, uh, these people want to sh- not only see your vaccine papers, but they want to show you, um, I guess, proof of a booster shot as well. I don't know. I haven't taken a listen to this uh, for you guys listening real quick. It just it just starts off by saying uh, with the Omicron variant outbreak growing larger every day. The owners of San Francisco's popular Zuni Cafe have announced they will will be requiring indoor diners to not only provide the city mandated proof of COVID vaccination, but also confirmation that they have gotten a booster shot. Oh, hell no. (laughs) That's just way too much, man. Way too much. So uh, we'll just let the report speak for itself. And again, for you guys listening, this is from KPIX. I guess this came out this morning. Let's take a listen to what these jackasses have to say, all right? It's on the rise. People around the Bay Area are scrambling to get tested before holiday celebrations.
1: <laughs> and now comes word the surge in cases is again impacting restaurants. KPIX five, Sean Chitnis begins our coverage.
2: Hi, Felicia Supper Club hosts events in Oakland, but is facing
3: a setback as Omicron spreads around the Bay Area. We had someone on the team test positive for COVID yesterday morning, and so we had to cancel the whole event. And it was just, it's really incredibly frustrating.
0: That's crazy, man. I mean, they had to cancel the whole event because somebody got the sniffles. That's crazy, man. This is what I'm talking about. This is kind of the idiocracy that's going on in the Bay Area. It's the fucking common cold, man.
2: Other restaurants in Oakland and the South Bay have announced limited services or temporary closures because of exposures or as a precaution from Omicron. We've had such a year and, you know, 2021 was trying to look, you know, a little promising, but, you know, it is what it is. Restaurants here in San Francisco's Cow Hollow neighborhood tell us that the latest COVID-19 variant Oops. is a concern. But for now, they're going to stay the course with some of the same safety measures they've had since the beginning.
0: Let me, let me just say something. Cow Hollow, that's a very wealthy area. That's just right next to the marina going west. They, they got all the, uh, the views of the Pacific Ocean and all that shit. Views of the Golden Gate Bridge. They got money out there these are the which the rich white liberals that everybody's talking about <laughs> those are the people um if it, I, that's pretty stupid this whole thing is stupid man
2: ending of the pandemic we are telling our stores to bring back the you know hand sanitizers, hand sanitizers. uh in the stores uh we are making sure that everyone's wearing the proper mask uh we are making sure that First, <laughs>
0: First off, sir, I'm looking at your mask right here. He's just wearing one of those stupid baby blue paper masks that don't work. I mean, they're effective to like, I think it was like 10% or something like that. 10, 15%, who cares? And uh, this guy's saying, you have to wear the proper mask. Please spread the word. Fuck.
2: Trade groups are advising restaurants to keep up mask mandates and encourage all employees to not only be vaccinated, but get the booster if they're eligible. Members of the industry here are aware of the impact Omicron is having on the East Coast, worried it may force restaurants to close in the West. It's just like That's the crazy. new
3: normal, I think. We just have to get
2: used to this new variant. While restaurants are still trying to recover from losses in 2020.
4: This is crazy. And now, and look at these people. Look,
0: look, look at these people right here. There's no social distancing. There's no masking. They're sitting down waiting. You know, they got wine in front of them. They're waiting for their meal. Right. They don't look too fucking concerned about the whole Omicron, right? I mean, right there, if you're sitting down indoors, no mask, you got some liquor in front of you, you know, some swill, probably that plump Jack uh, Gavin Newsom swill, whatever the fuck they're drinking. These people don't look like they're, you know, worried about Omicron. Nobody's worried about it. These people are stupid. Zuni Cafe, if you want to go in there and show your papers to, to the people that aren't even medical physicians, go right ahead. <laughs> Fucking San Francisco, man. Fucking San Francisco, man. I, I guarantee you, oops, I guarantee you San Francisco will begin to, um, what's the They'll begin to drop all this shit when it, when it's time for re-elections in 2020. Watch it, all, all this bullshit. They're just doing it for the holidays. They're making the holidays difficult. All these 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 progressive Marxists—they just don't want nobody to enjoy their holiday. They're dirtbags, you know. These are politi- this, this this is the San Francisco politicians for you.
2: Hold on those well, who are committed to the business, say. Hold on,
0: it, 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 not necessarily. This is not, this is not the politicians actually imposing a booster mandate. It's just these guys. But nonetheless, I mean mandate doesn't matter what kind of mandate it is. It's just politicians ruin it for everybody. They will remain here.
3: Some of us have given a lot of our lives and our hearts and our money to hospitality. And that's it just depends on what industry you're in.
2: But individuals trying to open their own restaurant and the organizations who advocate for them agree. It may be time for more financial aid from the government to keep them going into the new year.
3: Restaurants Forever. No one's ever
0: not going to want to uh, go out uh, and eat. That's crazy. Think about that. They're going, the, the businesses are falling into the whole government socialist trap. The government is imposing all these restrictions, forcing them to lose money so that way they can sit there and ask the government for help through this so called pandemic, this Omicron uh, hell we're going through. That's crazy. They're going to have to take a loan out with the government. That's, <laughs> the government's not going to just give them money. No way. It's going to be a government loan, and they're probably, knowing this administration, they're going to fucking high interest rates on that loan. These people are going to go bankrupt. They're just staying afloat, telling people they did <laughs> eat in their business. They got to show your medical papers. That is insanity. I You know what? Fuck that, man. I, I cook my own goddamn food anyway. So if you want to experience that kind of tyranny, that kind of bullshit, go to Zuni Cafe over there in uh, San Francisco's. I believe that's Cal Hollow. If you got the money, I, I don't know, man. Restaurants like that, and they're, they're asking people for that kind of shit, and you're going to throw around a bunch of money? Fuck that. It's nuts, man. Here's New York Post. I'm just bouncing around in different places. It says right here, Full Metal Vax It. U.S. Army develops vaccine to fight off all COVID variants, even future ones. Really? That's funny, man. You you would think that, that that's what they want to go to the populace. I mean, we want our, you know, soldiers protected. Who doesn't, right? From any threat, right? But, I mean, if, if you already got that kind of type of technology to fight this thing and future, all things future, you know, variant, why wouldn't they give that to the people? Why wouldn't they share that with other countries? You know what I'm saying? The government don't give a fuck about us. No fucking way. Biden delivers double dose of ineptitude as COVID and BBB bedevil his presidency. Oh Bill Back better. <laughs> yeah. Manchin shot that bullshit down. Good for him, man. I mean he was thinking about his people definitely in West Virginia. And I've seen some interviews, they really appreciated it, that he uh, shot it down. It would have destroyed not only the people of West Virginia, it would have fucked us all up in our future generations. So, shout out to Manchin, a Democrat, really shooting that fucking nonsense down, man. America avoided socialism, big time. You don't you don't want that shit to hit our shores.
5: That's how we roll. That's how I we roll.
2: Well, big will go home.
0: Big time. So that's, that's actually going to be historical, but of course, the, uh, it, you know... Liberals out there they'll, They'll deny it They'll take it out of history books Or they'll try Um Three siblings killed in crash With wrong way driver Here is something I found On This is on the New York This is at the New York Post Excuse me It says Mom blames TikTok blackout challenge For 10 year olds death Check their phones And it says uh A devastated Pennsylvania family is warning about the dangers of TikTok viral blackout challenge after the 10-year-old daughter died trying to complete the dare. The challenge in which a participant holds their breath until they pass out predates social media, but it's experienced a resurgence of TikTok with contenders racking up millions of views by recording themselves in a bid to gain viral fame. Nila Anderson, 10, was found unconscious in the bedroom of her Chester home last Sunday after allegedly trying to partake in the dangerous challenge. She was rushed to a local hospital, where she was pronounced dead. You know, it, this reminds me of something we used to do when we were kids. We had some, we did some stuff like this when we were kids. There was a, this thing. It was really dangerous when I think about it now, but I did it a lot, and a lot of a lot of us kids did. What it what it was was, if I can remember. I do not recommend this If you're a kid listening Do not do this whatsoever It is the most dangerous shit But I remember You'd have to bend over Take deep breaths Literally like 30 times And then you hold your breath And then somebody would grab you Around your waist And kind of lift you up And squeeze Your, your, your Underneath your rib cage And you'd hold your breath While he's doing that And until You literally would pass out And then they'd just drop you On the ground and then you come to like in about, I don't know, 10 seconds or something. I don't know. It was just really dangerous. I do not, I don't even know why I'd shared that information with you, but it, it is a very dangerous thing to do. I do not recommend it. But it, it this, I think kids have been doing this for a long time. Because again, that was back in what? I'm an old guy, so probably back in the 70s or something. So yeah, don't do it, guys. Please. Um, the mom says her name is Tiwana Anderson. Says make sure you check your kids' phones for distraught. Mom had said to ABC7, "You never know what you might find on their phones." She said, fighting back tears, "You would think ten-year-olds would try would try this. They're trying because they're kids, and they don't know any better, which is correct." And has a picture of them, their family. Neela is reported to be at least uh, the fifth child to die while participating in the Blackout Challenge this year alone. Back in June, 9-year-old Latirius Smith Jr. was discovered unconscious in his family's Tennessee home. He later died at a hospital with his family, subsequently blaming TikTok for the tragedy. Uh, Same month, a 12-year-old child died while (laughs) purportedly... Recording themselves doing the Darren Oklahoma, yeah. That, I mean, I, I don't want to go too far into it, but it yeah, again, I I do not fault the uh, parent for wanting to you know TikTok to take blame for. It. TikTok is a is a really fucking weird medium. You find some really weird stuff in there. I, I if you have the capability of taking that shit away from your children's hands, do it. Nothing comes good from that TikTok or whatever. All that social media is just corrupt now. Twitter, all that shit. doesn't matter. TikTok says it has taken measures to stop... Oh, stupid. Uh, Address popped up on me. It just says TikTok says it taken measures to stop users from sharing dangerous footage. A search of blackout challenge. On the social media app, results in a message that reads, quote, unquote, learn how to recognize harmful challenges and hoaxes picture of the young girl. Sad, man. company allows users to report any videos that they pertain to to the challenge. The post has reached out to TikTok for an official statement on the child's death. Uh, According to multiple reports, the Blackout Challenge was a popular trend in the 1990s, long before the existence of social media. At the time, it was labeled the choke challenge or the fainting game. Although the concept was identical. Yeah, I, see, there you go. This is in the 90s they, they dated back. I, I'm telling you the 70s, okay? This has been going on for a long time. The Centers of Disease Control and Prevention has identified staggering 82 probable choke challenges challenge challenged deaths among people ages 6 to 19 in the years between 95 and 2007. Back then, the challenge spread by word of mouth, but the existence of social media now poses new dangers. Insider reports that the challenges are able to spread more quickly and across continents due to the technology. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Hmm. Again, you got to know what's in your kid's cell phone. I, I, I mean, we didn't have cell phones back then, you know? Here's one. Hmm. This right here says, unvaccinated Cole Beasley blames rules as he's forced out of Key Bills game with COVID. Hmm. Cole Beasley, who vowed throughout the offseason to get vaccinated. Uh, oops. Thing popped up on me. Let it play. Cole Beasley, who vowed throughout the offseason not to get vaccinated, tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss Buffalo's huge game against a New England. New England on Sunday with fans lashing out against him. He faults the NFL's rules. Just to be clear, COVID is not keeping me out of this game, Beasley wrote on Instagram. The rules are vaxxed. Players are playing with COVID every week now because they don't, because they don't test. One of my vaxxed teammates is, the hospital, is in the hospital missing games. I'm sure he didn't get this same energy. Beasley thanked his supporters and pledged no further engagement with detractors. Quoting, thank you for this. those who support, he continued, everyone else, if you don't get what's happening, then there is nothing anybody can do for you. The Omicron strain is ripping across sports and broader society. You know, I mean, that's what they're saying. And and, and to be honest with you, I, I do not blame Biden for the surge.
5: Come on, man. What is he doing?
0: I mean, they seen it coming. He knew it was coming. Everybody knew. They were talking about it for over a month, right? but you know he didn't he, i don't know he just let it happen or something <clears throat> but again you know it's more contagious but extremely less harmful i mean every every report that's coming out it's like um it's like sniffles or something like that like a cold <laughs> so i mean you could take that for whatever it's worth but I mean, I don't know what the death count is. Somebody, I I thought I heard something like it was like in the 40 people out of worldwide or something like that. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? It's just nuts. Uh, Jump over to Fox real quick. Biden's approval rating plummets with independents and it gets worse for Dems. New poll show. That's nothing new.
6: China is going to eat our lunch. Come
0: on, man. And they still predict they're going to win, or at least that's what he says. You know, here's something. It just says, Wheel of Fortune sparks controversy after a contestant loses big prize over a technicality. It just says here, it starts off, I don't know if there's actual video of it. I'm just letting the, I'm waiting for the commercial to breeze on by. But it does say, imagine solving a Wheel of Fortune puzzle only to miss out on an incredible prize over a very minor technicality. Such was the case for contestant Charlene Rabouche On Tuesday, episode of the popular game show, the contestant was not allowed to collect on a brand new Audi Q3 in the bonus round because she paused a bit too long between words in her answer while correctly solving the puzzle. According to Yahoo Entertainment, Rabouche went into the bonus round, which had the category clue, quote-unquote, what are you doing, with $16,500 in prize money. She first guessed uh, choosing the right card, but the correct answer was choosing the right word. She eventually got there, uh, but not in a way that's acceptable to the rules of the game. Uh, just before the buzzer, Rabouche said choosing the right pause, and then pauses and says word. So she paused before, be, in between words. That's all it was. It was the way she spoke that kind of, I guess, did it to her. Unfortunately, that brief pause before the last word was more significant than she thought, as host Pat, Pat Sajak explained, quoting, you know, this one's tough because you said all the right words, including the word, word. <laughs> but as you know, it's got to be more or less continuous. We'll allow for a little pause, but not four or five seconds. I'm sorry. You did a good job in getting it, but we can't give you the prize. And it was the Audi. <coughs> Excuse me. And it was the Audi. God damn it. Excuse me for my, my voice. Fans took to Twitter to complain about the technicality and demand that the contestant receive her Audi for getting the answer correct in the allotted time. Yeah, I mean, seriously. That's, so what if she paused? She got it correct. The word is correct. Hashtag Wheel of Fortune. You know what? I'm going to take a long pause from Wheel of Fortune. One upset viewer wrote, and it has a whole bunch of these uh, tweets about Wheel of Fortune. I guess it went viral. Yeah, I don't. It, it, here's one. It says, "Give her the car, Wheel of Fortune." This is ridiculous. And it has the guy has the um, he he has the the video and the audio. So let's take a listen to this. I've Got to give him a shout out. This is uh, Jonathan Roberts. He goes by. At (laughs) Jonathan29649316. What is that, his phone number? But that's the guy. He's got the video on Twitter. Let's take a listen and see if we can hear what's going on. Hopefully the sound's up. Should be. Oh, it goes right to his account. Just one second. There he is. And I don't hear. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Let's start over. Okay, first for the people listening. The chick is, She's put. It, it's pretty obvious. She spelled out all the, all the words. <laughs> I mean, it, there's only five letters missing. And uh, I'm just trying to figure if I would have got that correct by looking at this. Let's start it over, and let's take a listen again. All right.
6: What are you doing is the category. You have 10 seconds to try to talk it out. Good luck.
1: Choosing the right card. Choosing the right
0: word. Word. Word.
6: Word. Yeah. This one's tough because you you said all the. See now,
0: see this is bullshit. This is bullshit because she was she wasn't. What is with the pausing? She's trying to you know think what it could be. There's nothing wrong with that. What the hell's wrong with Pat say Jack? Let me hear that shit again. Let's let's, let's listen to her very carefully. All right.
6: What are you doing as the category? You have 10 seconds to try to talk it out. Good luck.
1: Choosing the right card. Choosing the right...
6: You know, this one's tough because you, you said all the right words, including the word, word. But as you know, it's got to be more or less continuous. We'll, we'll allow for a little pause, but not four or five seconds.
0: I'm sorry. Didn't I, I've never heard of that, ru- that rule. Have you? I've never heard of that. In fact, I've seen a lot of people pause trying to figure out this, you know, to solve that puzzle. There's nothing wrong with what she said. She, she, yeah, exactly. She needs a damn car. What the hell's wrong with Pat? He should know that. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I would have said, man, fuck you, Pat. Get <laughs> straight up, fuck you, Pat. Give me that car, man. What's up, man? I got it right, and she got it underneath the the allotted time. Let's hear her one more time, man. Pat say, Jack, man. What a crook.
1: Good luck. Choosing the right card,
6: choosing the right word. You know, this one's tough because you you said all the right words, including the word word. But as you know, it's got to be more or less continuous. We'll we'll allow for a little pause, but not four or five <laughs> seconds. I'm sorry, you did a good job in getting it, but but we can't give you the prize, and it was the Audi. Oh. Man. man.
0: I would have said fuck you. Give me that motherfucking card. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? What a dirtbag, man. <laughs> He's a dirtbag. Uh another user had uh, wrote on Twitter looks like it says give her the car at Wheel Fortune. Another user wrote sharing similar sentiments. Just everybody saying "Get her give her the car. Audi Be the big person and give the lady her car. Thank you, another wrote. (laughs) Wheel Fortune. Well, we had a good run. I won't watch the show anymore. That lady won the Audi. She answered the phrase within the time frame allowed. You have hidden rules. Fake show. I'll never watch again unless she gets the damn Audi. And the rule changes, someone else added. Boy... Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, Jeopardy, they had their own little controversies there for a minute. Now it looks like uh, Wheel of Fortune. They got a little technicality going on here, a little uh, controversy. All right, well, enough of those guys. So, I, I you know I never watched those shows. I, I watch maybe Jeopardy once a uh, once or twice a year, you know, just to kind of you know keep the mind sharp. <laughs> I'd I'd probably never would win a quarter or a dollar in that game. Um, let's see. You know, I never really kind of went into that whole Ghislaine Maxwell thing, so I don't think I'll do it now either. I don't know, just lock her up. She's guilty. Pastor undeterred by doubters in grueling effort to save lives in Chicago. Man, I'm telling you. Chicago, man. Lori Lightfoot, I think she just imposed this morning a proof of vaccination for children to enter businesses in Chicago. That is nuts, man. That is way nuts. Kim Potter jury question foreshadows potential deadlock. Day three of deliberations ongoing. Yeah, if you don't know who Kim Potter was, she was the lady, the cop, who accidentally thought she had a taser and shot the shy gentleman. I forgot his name. Oh, the one uh Dante Wright. Say his name. Say his name. It's Dante Wright. And uh, it, this kind of reminds me of the whole Fruitvale Station. I was on that train. I was on the train when uh, they had that shooting over at Fruitvale Station. It was about, what time was that? It was about like 12.45 at night. We were on the train. We didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. It, the train was so jam-packed. We were sitting down. People were standing up all around us. People were loud, drunk, rowdy. I mean, it was like, it was really claustrophobic. And when we got it, we were heading back from San Francisco. Me and my friend Oscar and were coming back, and it was really late. We jumped on. We were heading back to the East Bay where I live. At the time, I was living in San Leandro. When we were at the, we stopped there, and it wouldn't move for the longest time. And then we heard. We started hearing a lot of people, like, you know, a lot of commotion. A lot of uh, voices were being raised, and kind of angry and stuff like that. And a lot of shock and, and awe. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a weird scene. We were stuck on that train. They didn't move the train for at least a good, I don't know. We were we were sitting down. We didn't want to lose our seats because you don't want to stand up in a bar train, man. Talk about claustrophobic. Holy shit. And uh, it was, we were on that, tr- we were stationary in Fruitvale Station while the, the cops were doing their investigations. They were, you know, talking to witnesses. They were trying to pull a lot of people off the train to, you know, get witness statements. A lot of people weren't. I guess a lot of people weren't doing it, and uh, it was just holding up the train. And we were there about, I don't know, maybe an hour. I, it, I don't know. We were pretty wasted, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of rumors were circling. There was a shooting. Cops, cops are shooting at people, and it, it was a whole thing at the time. And uh, it, it just kind of this this case right here with Kim Potter and Dante Wright. It, it kind of is reminiscent of what's going on just says the panel of jurors chosen to determine the fate of former Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, police officer Kim Potter resumed its deliberations for a second day on Tuesday in the manslaughter trial of the ex-cop. So they're in deliberations. We'll see what happens there. Um, I I don't know if there's any video of it. I have not been following it. I'll be honest with you. I have not been following it. I think after Kyle Rittenhouse, I kind of said enough. (laughs) Enough of all the... All the crazy conspiracy race baiting going on. Oh, here we go. Here's something. I feel good. Christmas feel good real quick. Florida GOP candidates. Let's go branding Christmas lights it leads to standoff with Homeowners Association. <laughs> okay. Clickbait. Here we go. Uh oh, here we go. What does this say? It says CNN's Jim Acosta attempts to downplay Let's Go Brandon Chance. Quoting, like a slam on Joe Biden or whatever. Well, let's hear this real quick before I get into the story. I don't know. I haven't heard it. Hopefully, I won't get a commercial. And, of course, I will. And I don't want commercials. What the hell's wrong with Fox, man? I used to pull up video all the time and fucking no commercials. How do I get the fuck out of this? You know, hell with that. I'll just read it. Sorry, guys. Just as a just as a Florida Republican who is looking to challenge the Trump endorsed Representative Vern Buchanan in next year's primaries, locked in a bitter battle with the homeowners association over a "quote unquote" Let's Go Brandon Christmas lights display at his on his balcony. Martin Hyde is a remaining defiant after receiving a friendly reminder from his HOA that signs aren't allowed in his Sarasota neighborhood and that he faces a hundred and fifty dollar fine for every day he keeps up the display. The Sarasota Herald Tribune reported on Tuesday. The phrase Let's Go Brandon became an internet cessation earlier in the year after an NBC reporter at NASCAR Xfinity Series recent race in, uh, incorrectly reported that fans in the stands were chanting Let's Go Brandon following a victory by driver Brandon Brown while they were really shouting Fuck Joe Biden. Quoting, did I know I was pr- pro- provocative? Absolutely, Hyde told the Herald Tribune. Did I expect it to take on this level? No. Nah. Let's go,
6: Brandon!
0: Uh, it just says, that he goes on to say, it's fully in keeping with my personality and my campaign, he said. Anybody who doesn't like it, it's one street. Don't come. Man, I know, really. I mean, people get bent out of shape over the stupidest shit. Hyde said his response to the HOA's threat is to throw a party outside his house Wednesday night with food, music, and the unveiling of a new of an even bigger display. He he's promoting the event on Facebook as a LGB community party <laughs> and non woke Christmas lights unveiling. When you quote, when you poke the bear there are outcomes and circumstances, he told the newspaper <laughs> Yeah man, fight back, shit. Well, you, H-O-S, I I never dealt with those type of people. I, I couldn't imagine how those people are. I always think of like HOAs as like, you know, in Seinfeld. You know, and uh, Seinfeld's dad was a leader of some HOA in Florida. (laughs) It's probably this guy right here. It's probably him. Hyde said he made the display himself and denies that it is a sign at all, saying he's been targeting because of his politics. The HOA, however, said the dispute has quote unquote nothing to do with politics. This is a simple contract issue, Homes of Laurel Park Homeowners Association. President John Habert told the Herald Tribune, quoting, When when he purchased his house, Mr. Hyde signed documents stating that he would abide by all HOA rules, including no signs other than house numbers or for sale notices, he said. Other residents have been asked to remove signs and and have complied without any problems, but Hyde refuses to do so. And it has a picture of him. He's an older gentleman. At first, I thought he was kind of a younger guy, just, you know, because you'd think only a younger guy would do something like that. But this is an older guy. He looks older than me, for sure. Hyde said he has no plans to comply until the holiday season is over. Quoting, they may well well fine me $150 a day. It's not really a terrible concern to me, he said. I will take it down when the holidays are over. I'll take it down when it suits me. Right on. Who's this guy? What's his name again? Vern Buchanan, representative out of Florida. Shout out to him. Hyde, a supporter of former President Donald Trump, is looking to unseat Buchanan in the 2022 Republican Congressional primary. Trump endorsed Buchanan for re-election on Monday, calling him a terrific representative of the people of Florida. So there you go, Florida. Shout out to him. All right, guys. Well, there you go. I think that's long enough. Big show. I got a lot of Christmas surprises for you. Well, no, I got, I got several I put together for you guys. <laughs> Hope you guys appreciate it. It's going to be very interesting. So when we come back, let's get to all these, these stories I was talking about. The unmasking of the masks and uh, what was the other one? Oh, the Philly raging. All kinds of stuff. And then I was thinking at the very end, I'd give you guys an end of the season shout-out to all my new listeners out there, so... We'll get into that and everything else right after this. Dear Santa, I don't want games. I don't want toys. Just get me the COVID vaccine.
5: This holiday season, there's no better gift than peace of mind. Get vaccinated today. Visit covid19.nj.gov. And I don't know. I don't
0: know. All right, guys. Did you hear about this one? It happened, I guess it just happened in Brook about two hours ago today. Right now when I'm recording this, I'm not recording this on the day this episode's being released. I'm recording it the day before. Anyhow, whatever the date is. 21st whatever anyhow this guy over here in san francisco shout out to this guy when you hear this guy yelling at nancy pelosi it is funny as fuck shout out to him he's in san francisco i wish i knew his name um he's just some guy off the street let me just tell you a little bit i'm pulling this off the post and it says a protester shouting the viral anti-Biden phrase, let's go, Brandon, interrupted remarks by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Monday, touting the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure spending law in her hometown of San Francisco. First off, she had built an underground subway system. Uh, at one end is sinking that millennial tower, and the other end is somewhere down in Chinatown. And in between there, Pelosi has some buildings that her and her husband owned she intentionally 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 excuse me built um, uh, one of the um, um transit stations right by her property and if it's within a certain period or a certain distance excuse me uh of of this transit station her building, the property value goes up. It's some sort of state law. It's crazy. It has something to do with the transit, uh, the zoning laws or something. It's really strange. So she's absolutely cor- uh, corrupt, big time. But anyhow, <laughs> I kind of got derailed there, literally. So uh, I digress. But anyhow, back to this. Um, the video of the incident, it, it shows Pelosi attempting to make introductions at a press conference with San Francisco Mayor London Breed. <laughs> hypocrite, and Representative Mark DeSaulnier, he's a Democrat in California, when an off-camera voice was heard shouting, Let's go, Brandon, and chanting USA three times. Uh, while several people turned to look in the direction of the heckler, including Pelosi, who briefly paused her remarks, the speaker did not acknowledge the chanting. And so, uh, let's take a listen to this. It's pretty funny. It just shows her at a podium surrounded by a bunch of other. It shows the mayor, the hypocrite mayor, who loves Tony, Tony, Tony. A bunch of other people, I don't know, holding signs and all kinds of stupid shit. It, it's just nonsense. It's bureaucratic nonsense. Uh, so let's take a listen to this and listen carefully. You'll hear the guy going off saying, let's go Browning. He says USA three times, right? So take a listen.
7: The State legislature. This is. This is if it. So in any
0: case. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm going to isolate this. Let me do that again. I like that. I like when I hear something. I like. I tend to repeat, repeat it over and over again until it becomes insanity.
7: <laughs> state legislature. This is. This is if So in any case, Mark. Dis- mark dis- Mark, dis- mark, dis- mark, dis- mark dis- the state legislature. This is this is if so in any case Mark of Mark is dis- dis-
0: <laughs> the
7: state legislature. This is this is if so in any case. Marcus Mark of dis- Mark is dis-
0: dis- dis- <laughs> for the record <laughs> that's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful For the record, I didn't repeat that That was the New York Post They repeated it like four times That's pretty funny And goes on to say the phrase Let's go Brandon is used by the president's Critics as a sly substitute For F. Joe Biden You know, back to this guy This gentleman right here um,
7: Legislature This is if this is
0: I wonder if he's one of the homeless guys On the street <laughs> I mean, because I'm looking right here, and in this photo, uh, she looks like she's on Market Street. Or maybe she's in front of one of her own buildings. <laughs> Probably where she feels the most comfortable.
7: So, in any case, Mark dissonant. Mark Um...
0: It first first gained traction in October when an NBC reporter interviewing NASCAR driver Brandon Brown misheard a fuck Joe Biden chant from the crowd as let's go Brandon. You know, I just heard something on Fox News just about, what, 10, 15 minutes ago they were talking about this. That's how I picked this this story up, watching it on Fox News. And I took this, I'm ripping this from the post though. And, uh, they were saying that, um... The guy, uh, Brandon Brown, the race car driver, he was saying, well, um, it was to the context that he didn't mind that the president didn't hear ex- the people what the people were saying, but he actually does. And it, it was kind of interesting how he worded it. Um, I, I probably botched what I was trying, the point I was trying to get across. But he, he didn't seem like he really minded. He seemed like he was, you know, in that since Let's go Brandon Is fuck Joe Biden Joe Biden Doesn't un- Doesn't hear the people Saying it You know what I mean they, they He doesn't understand What the people Are conveying to him But Brandon Brown The race car driver He hears him And understands You know He doesn't even care So he kind of supports it That's kind of Where I was going with it I'm <laughs> sorry about Drowning on But Um It also says Um Where was it Um it just says Pelosi's appearance came one day after Senator Joe Manchin killed the president's sweeping social spending plan, known as the Build Back Better, uh, Build Back Better Act, and blamed overbearing White House staff for its demise.
7: For the state legislature, this is, this is if, so in any case, mark, dis- mark, disoriented. mark, disoriented. mark disoriented.
0: I can't get tired of that. However, Pelosi said Monday she was hopeful that Democrats could still vote on the bill early next year. Quoting, this will happen. It must happen. She told reporters, and we will do it as soon as we can. There are conversations that are ongoing, but we cannot walk away from this commitment. Quoting, we will not let this opportunity pass, she later added. And I have confidence that Senator Manchin cares about our country and that, at some point, very soon, we can take up legislation. I'm not deterred at all, unquote. Yeah, I just seen him on TV also early this morning, and he said uh, he's not touching the damn thing, and the people of West Virginia were really proud of him. So I don't know what Pelosi's talking about. Pelosi's a trip, man. She's out of her mind.
7: For the state legislature, this is if this is So in any case... Just,
0: That's great Love it Shout out to that guy Whoever that guy is Come out Get in touch with me bro Look for me on Twitter At Goat. Whatever If anybody out there knows who this guy is Shout out to this guy Tell him oh, I said what's up Love that guy I'm going to tweet I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to put a shout out on Twitter for this guy I would love to meet a guy. I'd be absolutely shocked if it was a homeless guy. Then again, I probably wouldn't be shocked, to be honest with you. I don't know. It has to be somebody that really, really hates Pelosi. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
5: But now, we still have comedy, though. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the f-? Joe says shit that even people with Tourette's go, no. <laughs> no.
0: What is going on? Joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right. <laughs> I'm proud to work with Barack America. He's not a superhero, you idiot, come here. When FDR was on television, there
5: was no TV back then. Come here, Joe, <laughs> sit down. Rambling Joe Biden. What
0: the f? All right, guys, what is happening? So, I think I talked about this f- several days ago. This is a story that came out on the 15th, and it's coming from NBC affiliate out of Philadelphia. And uh, it, at first, when I talked about it, it, I thought it was a grown man who had stopped Robert by shooting him dead right at the counter when he was trying to rob the place. So, what's going on here is, I guess, to me, it's an update that this was a 14-year-old kid that killed this guy. So let's check this video out. Uh, again, this is from NBC10 Philadelphia.
2: New video that shows the moments before a 14-year-old defended his mother and shot a robber inside this Philadelphia pizza <laughs> shop. NBC10's Deanna Durant. He has new information tonight about what happened. She has the story from Spring Garden
3: behind the counter of Bold Pizza, a woman and her son. You can see the efforts to hand over the cash. The boy moves to the right, and sources say he grabs a gun from under the counter and struggles with the gun's holster. He gets the weapon free and fires.
0: Let me tell you something. I don't know if they're going to show the raw video of the guy getting shot, but that kid, he was right on top of it. Did you see him? He was was adjusting his position. He was getting into a stance. He was ready to go. That kid was not screwing around. Watch him again, one more time. It's, I mean, look at him. He's just, he's already like, hey, man, he's already eyeing this guy. Let's check this out one more time. From Spring Garden. Watch him.
3: Behind the counter of Bold Pizza, a woman and her son. You can see the efforts Uh, to hand over the cash. The boy moves to the right, and sources say he grabs a gun from under the counter and struggles with the gun's holster he gets the weapon free
0: and and he and he cocks it i mean he knew exactly how to use that thing i think he was trained either that or he trained himself but he knew how to use that firearm he's 14 <laughs> 14 years old and fires and my family's been in the business a long
6: time my mm. father brother they've been they've been robbed before at bars they've owned worked at so i've always kind of had that in my head
3: Kelly Ann's has been here in Spring Garden since the early 90s. JP O'Connor is the second generation to operate it, and he was behind the bar on Saturday night.
6: I thought like it was someone robbing somewhere, like shot someone. But you thought they got hurt in there? Yeah, that's kind of what you would figure. It
3: wasn't until the police showed up and neighborhood chatter began, he heard it was the 14-year-old who pulled the trigger. That's
6: wild. I feel bad for people involved. Look at The little kid, the person that was shot. But uh, so, well, lit street, you know, maybe there's a lot of action foot traffic that there shouldn't be too much stuff like that going on. But
3: The area has changed since J.P.'s family opened up here, but he says the city has changed, too. And you just don't know who has access to weapons.
6: If people have to take things in their own hands when people enter their business and you know, want to cause harm to their employees and customers, then, you know, I think it's a good thing for sure.
3: Now, charges are pending against the man who was shot inside that pizza shop, and investigators tell us that there were two other men they believe were with him that night, Mm. trying to pull off a similar crime at a store before he ended up inside that pizza shop. Tonight, investigators are looking for the identities of those two men, and if you have any information, they're asking you contact Philadelphia Police. In Spring Garden, Deanna Durante, NBC 10 News.
0: That's wild. Yeah, that kid was ready to go. He was not going to have any dirtbag take his money. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. There's another story coming from Philadelphia, too. It's pretty interesting. Where was it? Amazon. It, what the hell's going? got... You know, this is what's going to happen, man are going to take matters into their own hands you know what I mean there was another story where was it it was coming out of Philly a man accuses Amazon driver of attacking him in Roxborough I guess that's a subdivision of Philly I'm not familiar with the area so excuse me um, let's take a listen to this this is interesting too
5: Philadelphia police say an Amazon driver making deliveries and blocking traffic the other day on this street in Roxborough Got into a fight with another driver. That's when they say that verbal argument turned physical, with punches and kicks allegedly thrown. Cell phone video shows the end of a longer confrontation
0: between. And just for you guys listening, it's a Amazon truck, Amazon van, double parked. It looks like a small SUV pulled up behind it trying to get around or something. I don't know. Probably parked in its spot. I don't know. The streets are narrow. Um, I don't know. What else is an Amazon driver supposed to do? You know what I mean? If he's just quickly dropping off a package, what's he supposed to do? UPS, FedEx, they all do too. So, Even the, even the USPS, right?
5: An Amazon driver and another guy. You can hear her threatening to shoot him. This man, who doesn't want to be identified, claims he's the other driver in the argument. I get out of the car and she just starts yelling and screaming at me. And, you know, I'm giving it back to her. And then she just attacked me. Investigators tell NBC10 it happened Tuesday afternoon on Martin Street. They say the delivery driver had blocked traffic for a little bit with a bunch of cars stuck behind her.
0: And uh, you see her out of her van. She doesn't look like she's carrying a package. She's got her mask on. Good driver. Um, and she's just walking around kind of just nonchalant nonchalantly, okay? Uh, if that's the correct word. Um, looking around, just taking her time.
5: The man at the center of the confrontation claims she came to his car door after he admitted to honking and screaming at her not so nicely to move. The first contact was a kick to the sternum. Second contact was a punch to the lip, and, and, and if you could see me, my
0: lip is beaten. You can. See- yeah, we can't see you because he, he's talking under. He's um, what what's the word I'm looking for? They have him blacked out. <laughs> he's undercover. They're only showing a shadow of him on the wall. He doesn't want his face identified. I guess he got his ass kicked by a woman, and I think that's that's what's going on here. See it in the light. My lip is beat up, uh, and I
5: made them, I'm not going to hit a female under any circumstances. He claims the Amazon driver punched him one more time in the jaw. We reached out to Amazon.
0: The- and she's... <laughs> hold on. That's why she was walking away, because she just got done beating his ass fucking philly man checking in let's i'm backing it up a little bit so excuse me
5: she came to his car door after he admitted to honking and screaming at her not so nicely to move the first contact was a kick to the sternum <laughs> second contact was a punch to the lip and, and, and if you could see me my lip is beaten. you can see it in the light my lip is beat up uh, and I made them. I'm not gonna hit a female under any circumstances. He claims the Amazon driver punched him one more <laughs> time in the jaw. We reached out to Amazon. They released a short statement to us tonight, only saying, "quote We are looking into this incident, and appropriate action will be taken." Philadelphia police say they are now actively pursuing charges against the Amazon driver. Mm. What I gave to her verbally is legal. What she gave to me physically is illegal. Period. So no matter what I said to her, nice. Not nice, and anything in between, it didn't warrant being physically attacked. Anything but a routine delivery on Martin Street. Aaron Baskerville, <laughs> NBC10 News.
0: Martin Street looks like a very narrow street. I don't. I, I only see one side of the street where the cars are, are parked. There's not any cars parked on the other side of the street. Would lends me to believe it's a one-way street, a narrow street. I could be wrong. If you live on Martin Street, let me know. Real quick, I just, before I end this, I, I found it, both these stories interesting. I'm read the comments real quick. <laughs> I like doing that sometimes. Uh, this is a day ago. It just says, from Justine Jameson, these drivers be really aggressive with Amazon drivers. I can tell he won't tell the, the whole story. He admitted to honking and screening Uh, screaming, then got out of his car, so are we going to just say he was never the aggressor? Mark Webb says, It's going to be the norm once all the stores close from flash mob robbery. (laughs) He might be right. He's probably right. Mr. and Mrs. O says, I live in New York City and we have similar problems here too when delivery drivers block the street. Drivers behind them act like a bunch of goddamn savages that cannot wait a few minutes. Shut the F up. Stop blowing the horn and yelling like a maniac. The delivery person isn't going to go any faster for you because essentially you're no one. You know what? I am going to take the side of the delivery driver in this one, except for the violent. Part. she could have just ignored his ass and walked away I mean she's, she's an Amazon driver I see these Amazon drivers all over the place they are overloaded with all kinds of packages these people work until like 8, 9 at night I had a package delivered at almost 10 o'clock but it made it that same day technically Not when I, not when I would like having it but it was delivered like on the same day and it tells you your packages could arrive at, you know, late or until 9 p.m. You have until 9 p.m. that day. So these people are overworked, you know. And, you know, you got a jackass coming behind you. This guy right here in the SUV blowing his horn. Yeah, I'd be a little frustrated. No, the violent part, again, no. I wouldn't go into all that. But what what is an Amazon driver supposed to do? It's a narrow street, looks like a one-way street.
2: Warning! This is going to trigger the Marshmallow Mafia. I'm dreaming of a world without white privilege. freedom to barbecue without a- So
0: I don't even know how I overlooked this one, but this is a story, I guess it's a special report from my local ABC affiliate. Now here in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area. What's interesting about this is they're actually talking about the effectiveness of wearing masks and there are conflicting uh, opinions about it. And it's really interesting. I was taking a look at this and this is a report I kind of want to share with you guys um I, you know I've, I've always been the one bitching about the masks I, i'm totally mr anti-mask you know what i mean so <laughs> this is interesting uh take a listen to this how long is it it's a couple of minutes so take a listen to this it's it's really interesting
1: experts have started to question how effective mask mandates in public spaces are especially when people are vaccinated abc7 news anchor liz kreutz looks at solano county where some cities have had a mask mandate and others have not As California reinstates its mask mandate, it's reignited a question of just how effective mask mandates in public spaces are against the spread of the virus. Health officials, even in the Bay Area, are split. The
2: experiment would show that the mandate isn't making a difference in disease transmission.
1: Dr. Baila Matches is the health officer for Solano County. He says his county can be looked at as a microcosm for understanding masking. In recent months, only Vallejo and Benicia had mask requirements. The rest of the county, including Fairfield and Vacaville, did not
0: listen and watch this graphic it's really telling about this whole thing remember this is a bay area thing so <laughs> there's a, there's some skepticism out there even here in the bay area and woke bay area
2: ironically the disease rates are higher in the two cities with a mandate than they are in the ones without not uniformly but on average
1: Denji did from you hear Solano that
0: let me play that again i like repeating things when when i make a point Listen to what he says again, very carefully. He's with a mandate than they are in the world. A little bit further back. Good enough.
1: Had mass requirements. The rest of the county, including Fairfield and Vacaville, did not.
0: Ironically, the
2: disease rates are higher in the two cities with a mandate than they are in the ones without. Not uniformly, but on average. Hmm. Data
1: from Solano County shows Vallejo, which did have a mask mandate recently, does have a higher case rate than Fairfield, which recently did not have one. The highest case rate in the county, however, is in Vacaville, a city that has not recently had a mandate. From those numbers alone, it's hard to conclude whether a mask mandate led to a decline in cases. But health officials have mixed opinions. California's Health and Human Services Secretary, Dr. Mark Galley...
0: This guy this i'm just going to call him a cuck <laughs> sorry if that's offensive to any of you out there but this guy is so progressively woke i've seen him in a lot of news reports i never highlighted him he's he's just part of that cabal that he, those health officials those woke health officials california has they were the same you know group of uh guys or uh, comrades, they were at the French Laundry. California Health Department. These guys—they're all—they're all Gavin Newsom's cronies, straight up.
1: Doctor Mark Galley told reporters this week that masking in public spaces does make a difference.
0: Even a 10% increase
2: in indoor masking can reduce case transmission significantly.
1: Dr. Grant Colfax, the San Francisco Public Health Director, says mask mandates are about using all the mitigation efforts at our disposal.
2: Masking is another uh, tool that we have uh, to to help slow the spread of, of this virus, and so I think it's important that we all continue to
0: mask.
1: While Dr. Matches says that might be true, he believes the real spread of COVID is happening not in public spaces, but in private, among friends and family. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's why the case numbers were, that's, that's exactly why the case numbers were high back, back when this was all kicking off. Because they were locking down everybody. Everybody was locked down. Families were locked down. All my, everybody around here was locked down. I don't know if anybody got COVID. Nobody talks about that. I mean, that's all, that's personal business. But I mean, exactly. If you're just, I mean, people come, go have to go to work and they'll come back home, right? If businesses are shut down, all they're going to do is stay home. If they're not going up and, you know, hiking at a park or something. And they're going to just transmit it amongst themselves. It, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, just the lockdown part of it is absolutely ridiculous. The masking is just absolutely pointless. That's just, a, to me, that just symbolizes Conformity. You know what I mean?
1: That's where the disease I mean. was spreading. It wasn't spreading walking through a clothing store or a hardware store. Liz Kreutz, ABC 7 News. Boom.
0: You know what I mean? The whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> and I, did, I think about that guy, um, the guy that wore the red thong on his face. If you haven't seen that video, take a look at it. I got it. I just put it up. It's it's absolutely funny, but it absolutely does make a point, you know. It, these things are just pointless. All you're doing is just, again, conforming to the powers that be. Like Gavin Newsom. You know, I heard that my county, Alameda County and Contra Costa County, they had nothing to do with this whole mask mandate business. They had nothing to do with it. And, uh, you know... It was just uh, Gavin Newsom's call, another executive order. A very unconstitutional executive order based on a false emergency. Just a quick reminder. make sure you go and subscribe to my Twitter page at the real WOD on updates when I'll be dropping podcast episodes as well as when I release any videos on YouTube or Rumble. Also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks.
4: Bridget, let's end this emergency. I don't want a lot for Christmas Just body me. I don't care about the variants because of natural immunity. I just want my freedom now. The Constitution will show us how make my dreams come true. And the state of emergency and acknowledge early treatment. Vermectin, not just horse face and hydroxychloroquine, vitamin C and vitamin D, then the zinc and quercetin, I won't wear a useless mask. I don't need to stay at home. And my kids should go to school. We don't need to be alone. I just want my freedom now. The Constitution will show us how. Make my dreams come true. Baby, I in the emergency. Let's have a happy holiday, everybody.
0: Here's a story for you guys. Uh, A little politics for you, sort of. Um, Former Connecticut GOP digital director, now working as a porn star. So who is gay? It just says, it's come from the post, it just says, he was porn in the USA. (laughs) And that's, I guess, the start to, it just starts off with a bad joke. Get it? He was porn in the USA. Whatever. Um says, a former top official of the Connecticut Republican Party has found a new calling as a male porn star working in Florida. Patrice Thibodeau, 33, served as digital director of the state GOP from January 2018 to December 2019, according to his LinkedIn and published reports from the time. He then worked for nine months as a video editor at the right-leaning media watchdog group Project Veritas. Hmm. That all changed in late November when Thebado urged followers of his once buttoned-up Twitter account to check out his new video on Pornhub. <laughs> Where he began going by the name Jean Jacques or Jean, oh, okay, it's kind of French. Jean Jacques the cock.
6: In San Francisco is all about, well, you know, gay, gay, gay bathhouses, and every—it's all about round-the-clock sex. It's all. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> it, it, they don't spell out the word cock. I, I can do that because I'm on a podcast, right? So parental guidance is suggested. <laughs> but that was his name, Jean Jacques the cock. But they spell it C-K, you know what I mean? <laughs> the post had to clean it up. Uh, today, the account is littered with numerous raunchy videos of Thebado masturbating and trash-talking. His Pornhub account already has 25 videos, the most recent of which was uploaded Wednesday. The work is generally solo with Thebado, whose profile boasts of his endowment. And quoting, it's liberating. Thibodeau told the Post when he asked why he moved into porn, he declined to comment further. Since moving to Florida, Thibodeau has also found trouble with the law. On November 28th, the porn star was arrested after after allegedly vandalizing a car in Boca Raton and charged with criminal mischief and resisting arrest, public records show. In between Posts, flaunting his newfound exhibitionism, Thibodeau has also taken more than a few swipes at his former employers, quoting, I used to work in Republican politics. I worked at Project Veritas. They hate me. Thibodeau said in a December 7th video, quoting, they don't want to talk to me. I am in Florida doing porn. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. He joked, he joked that his junk gets, quote, more retweets than people I used to work with, unquote. R- referring to Veritas boss James O'Keefe, uh, who is banned from Twitter. O'Keefe declined to comment on his former employee. Wow. Um, It says, until recently, Thibodeau had been a notable statewide right-wing operative. Social media posts from 2019 show Thibodeau, fully clothed, attacking the state's Democratic Governor Ned Lamont, railing against state taxes and promoting President Trump's 2020 re-election campaign. Uh, A prospective Republican employers can still find his profile at (laughs) GOPjobs.com. And here's a tweet. I haven't looked at it yet. I don't know what it is. It just says it's from somebody named Smiley at my name is Patrice on Twitter and it I, this is Thebido I guess and it just says I used to work in politics for the GOP, Project Veritas and Valuetainment, oh, Value Entertainment TV. And since doing porn, they pretend I don't exist. Now in Florida, I appreciate the fact that I never ruined my life with LTR and owe it all to at Rational Mail. (laughs) Realize your SMV today. Hashtag December 6th. Hashtag Tuesday vibe. I don't know what this is. It's, (laughs) It's a tweet of this guy. He's shirtless and he's talking into the camera. So let's dare take a listen to this.
6: The making of a porn star The making of a porn star That's it It Was one thing Went
0: from politics Now going into porn Okay he the the guy is He's I I would assume He's fully undressed So I I gotta watch the language here So if you got kids around Beware Something might just jump out With this guy I don't know (laughs) I mean literally And figuratively
6: That's right Pornhub followed my story today. I saw him Fox. Looked at my story on Instagram. I said, hey, DM me. I used to work on Republican politics. I worked at Project Veritas. I worked at Valuetainment. I worked at all these different places. They hate me. They don't want to talk to me. I'm in Florida doing porn. DM me. See you soon. <laughs> hey.
0: Uh, He definitely is a guy that has no shame. I mean, he's sitting there, and I guess uh, I would assume, again, half naked or naked, fully naked. He just has a cup mug of coffee, and he's just starting off his day. He's got no shame. (laughs) So uh, finishes off, just says, however, he won't be returning to the Connecticut Republican Party, the group's new chairman, Ben Proto, told The Post. Quoting Patrice Thibodeau, was an employee of this organization whose employment ended over two years ago. Since 2019, the state party has undergone significant organizational changes. Unquote, said Proto. Proto, that isn't the guy's name. Ben Proto. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> the Republicans failed uh, to get Trump back in in 20, back in 2020. Uh, you know. It's nothing really going to be jumping off until 2024, so you might as well do some porn and earn some uh, supplemental income. (laughs) I guess, you know what I
1: mean? We will make America even greater than it has ever been. All
0: right, guys. Well, that's it. That is it for this season. I am exhausted putting this last episode together. It has been really, really crazy editing it all together. And after I'm done with this little segment right here, uh, I'm going to take a long rest from podcasting. Not too long. I think I'll be, you know, I don't know, maybe until mid-January. I'm thinking around there. Just just go to my Twitter page at the Real Wod. But before I get out of here, I want to give some shout-outs. My audience has grown, and I'm very appreciative of that. Usually, I would kind of tell you the cities that are listening, you know, go by region or district or however it plays out on here. Um, but, again, it, the audience is growing, and I'm very appreciative of that. So I'll get to as many as possible. The usual suspects are here, but there has been some new people that dropped in. New countries, actually, like Netherlands, Norway, United Kingdom, Brazil is big time checking in. So shout-out to Brazil. Um, let's just go by state here, at least in the United States, unless there's somebody that really jumps out. First off, the analytics on... Uh, uh, here on anchor it will tell you if anybody's listening in any other planet besides planet earth I don't know if that's a, some sort of joke or whatever but nobody's checked in from mercury or Mars or Venus or Saturn or anything like that so unfortunately I don't have any listenership in those planets but I do hear on the big blue marble planet earth we definitely got some listenership and I'm appreciative of that thank you so much um, let me go right to the top I'm just going to the states I'm going to just burn right through them because there's there's so many. I mean, there's a lot of stage, right? Can't go through everybody. But real quick, let me just shout out to the number one is Massachusetts. So shout out to all you guys. California, Ohio is always there. Shout out to Ohio, Cleveland, Cincinnati. All you guys, thank you so much. Probably some others I missed. I apologize. Uh, Washington State. I don't know if that's D.C. or not, but it just says Washington Virginia, Texas, New York, Georgia, Illinois, Florida, New Jersey, Maryland, Indiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, Colorado, Kentucky, Colorado is beautiful, by the way, Kentucky, Tennessee, Tennessee as well, Alabama, Oregon, Michigan, Pennsylvania, uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Nevada, hold hold on a second, let me check in with Nevada, no, I better not. (laughs) I'd be depriving other people in their states. Uh, Minnesota, Missouri, Wisconsin, Delaware, Connecticut, Arizona, Kansas, West Virginia, Idaho, Rhode Island, Montana, Iowa. Wow. And New Mexico. Any other state I left out? You're not listening, so you're not worthy of being mentioned at this moment. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, But no, to each and every one of you guys, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. You know, if, if you would... Why don't you guys send me an email of exactly where you live? Well, not by address or anything, but you can shoot me an email at W O D at gmail.com. Go ahead, send me a message, a comment. I would love to hear that while I got some time, you know, during the holidays. I read them all. Trust me, I do. But again, thank you so much to you guys in those states. Uh, definitely international as well. And those guys I will break down. But I always bought your the name of your district. I... I'm such a Yank. You know what I mean? <laughs> a Yankee. I mean, not a Yank. Uh, Germany, though. Again, I'm going to botch the names. Hesse. 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 Thuringia, and Bavaria. Thank you so much, guys. Ireland is definitely checking in at Leinster. I hope I said that right. I, I feel so embarrassed every time I try to read, you know, other people's <laughs> districts and I get it wrong. I can only imagine the guys listening right now saying, God damn, will he ever get it right? (laughs) So again, I apologize. Canada is checking in. Good things come from Canada, like Maple Syrup and the band Rush, my favorite band. So shout out to Canada and Quebec, Ontario, and BC, British Columbia. Love that area. Been there before. Beautiful area. Victoria Island. Love it. Uh, ho- that was a long time ago. Hopefully, it's not too fucked up these days. I don't know. Who knows? Um, clicking around. Uh, Brazil. That's a new one. Brazil. Shout out to Brazil. In Sao Paulo and Amazonas. I think I mentioned this before. So, shout out to you guys. I definitely do want to... <laughs> I got to go to California real quick. I just want to see if anything's jumping If any new listenership is... Oh, wow. Yeah, I do got some new listenership. Uh, Mountain View, always checking in. I think it's Google. They're spying on me. (laughs) For some reason, I always have a feeling Google uh, is spying on me. If it says Mountain View, it's Google. So, I don't know. That's just my paranoia. But Sacramento checked in. What's up, Sacramento? Uh, I used to live, real quick, what was that? Uh, Watt Avenue? going towards living down uh, no Bradshaw it was Bradshaw I lived on Bradshaw it used to be countryside down going down south if, if you were going down toward Elk Grove it, I look now on uh, Google Street View it's all built up there's Walmarts and all kinds of shit around there but I used to live on a farm right down there and uh, down Bradshaw going toward Elk Grove so if you're in that area you know what I'm talking about shout out to you guys and thanks for listening Fremont's checking in, LA's checking in, San Rafael, Newark, San Diego, Daly City, Fresno, Hemet, Salinas, Mill Valley, oh, Mill Valley, wow, hey, what's up, that's just north of here, Yuba City, North Hollywood, Ventura, Ridgecrest, Santa Ana, Loma Linda, Whittier, Lawndale, Riverside, Anaheim, Fairfax, El Cajon, and San Jose, clean up the streets of San Jose so I can get down there and visit you guys again, uh, and get rid of all those mandates in Santa Clara County would you? <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Uh, I got to visit some friends down there and I don't want to go through all that mask bullshit. Um, Ohio, I definitely got to say hello to you guys. Columbus, Ohio. That's the city I was forgetting. Sorry about that. Zinya Cleveland, Cuyahoga Falls, Dayton, Tip City, Washington Courthouse, and Batavia. Thank you so much, Ohio. I'm really trying to rip, rip through all of this Texas. I got a shout out to Texas. I never shouted out to them. So, if you live in... this is a lot of people, too. Wow. Edinburgh, Midland, Corpus Christi. Almost moved to Corpus Christi. Almost did. Grand Prairie, Bloomington, El Paso. Kate, hey, a shout out to El Paso, man. I hope they're tightening up that border, man. All you people down there. Uh, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, I am praying for your guys' safety. It, fuck. Fuck Biden, man. <laughs> you know what I mean. Fuck Beto O'Rourke. You guys down there, let him know. Uh, Katie Keller, North Richland, North Richland Hills, Waco, Cedar Hill, Fort Worth, Far—is that how you pronounce it? P H A R R Far, Arlington, Garland, and San Antonio. Uh, big shout out and thank you to you guys in Texas I'm, I'm going to have to take a trip down Texas man uh, a lot of good I'm hearing a lot of good things about Texas Florida Tennessee South Carolina or was it no South Dakota I'm eyeballing South Dakota right now as far as a move goes if I'm ever going to move out of out of California South Dakota is well I'm looking at right now um who else Texas New York I would love it if it's some old friends from Syracuse let's check this out real quick Wow, a lot of you. The Bronx is checking in. Isn't that AOC's territory? The Bronx, you guys. <laughs> Man, you guys got to get rid of that broad. She's all fucked up. She's really fucking shit up. Bronx is checking in. Brooklyn's checking in. You know, they used to call uh, Oakland. Brooklyn of the West. I don't know. To me, Oakland is Oakland. It's all shit. So, <laughs> Staten Island, Buffalo, Astoria. Oh, okay, here we go. One One Onetta. O-N-E-O-N-T-A. O-N-E-N-A. Springfield Gardens and Bloomingburg. And of course, New York and Deer Park. Geneva, North Tonawanda. Wappingers Falls and Jamaica. Jamaica. Hmm. Isn't that like a... No, no I'm thinking of something else. Uh Cambria Heights, Elmhurst, Plainview and Islip. Wow, New York, man, checking in. Love, you know, I gotta get out to New York. I got, I gotta check you guys out. I gotta check out Manhattan. Uh, hopefully, when Eric Adams gets in there and uh, the commie De Blasio is out, maybe I'll go check it out. Or you got you first. You gotta get rid of that stupid governor. She's, more, I think she's more radical than the one we got here in California. To be honest with you, so just saying. Um. Let's find North Carolina. Boy, Tennessee. Let me give a Tennessee shout out. Big time. Crossville, Shelby, Shelbyville, Chattanooga, John, Johnson City, Nashville, Tol- Tullahoma, Bristol, and Knoxville. I want to go to Bristol, ladies and gentlemen. I want to go to a NASCAR race there. So if you live in Bristol, um, shout out to you. Maybe I'll party with you guys one day. Who knows? All right. Well, there it is. And again, I don't have any love From any of these planets Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto Shout out to Pluto You are a planet and you matter (laughs) Okay Alright, well I can go on forever But, uh, yeah Thank you so much for each and every one of you That jumped on board and took a listen To my podcast, especially this whole past year This whole past year was just crazy I really do pray that 2022 uh turns out to be something really oops excuse me something really special for all of us it turns around but i think until we get back to our normalcy uh, you know i think i think what's going to have to happen is well i think you already know which is we got to vote these assholes out right all these progressive democrats we got to vote them out no matter where you live you got to do your best to get them out of your Uh, your neighborhoods and out of your communities Uh, they're just totally destroying our communities throughout the country so if there's anything i wanted to finish up with uh going into 2022 that is let's get rid of these politicians you know what i'm saying let's just god let's just get rid of them november 2022 is going to be coming around And uh, no matter what they say and uh, no matter what they do now, uh, the damage is done. They can try to reverse every law and every policy they want at this point. They're just doing it for their own selfish reasons, their own career, trying to save their careers. Don't believe them. Don't listen to them. Let's just throw their asses out coming next year in November. Just keep that in mind. All right. Now, (laughs) with that, uh, let me just also say... Uh, I don't know exactly when I'm going to come back. I'm going to be coming back sometime in January, which will be a new season. Um, hopefully mid-January. So, but just in case, why don't you go over to my Twitter at the Real WOD? Go check that out, and uh, all the notifications, uh, all the links to all my videos. I'll still be putting out videos, but I might. This is technically this is episode 29 and i wanted to put 30 episodes out so i might drop a special one uh sometime between now and new year's so be on the lookout for that but the only way you're gonna know when it's gonna drop is if you go to my twitter page at the real wod hit the notification bell and subscribe and like and share and all that other good stuff all right that's it i think I got everything out there, just go ahead and go to my Rumble page and my YouTube page and subscribe, like and favorite there as well. Did I get everything? I think I did. I'm pretty exhausted guys if you haven't told me, <laughs> if you can't tell. Uh, I'm just really exhausted putting this one out. I Think that's it. Um, you guys just play it safe, don't drink and drive man. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um And uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, until January or until I sneak in my 30th episode, because I want to make it around number like 30 for this season, you know, season four. So, all right, I'm done. I'm out here. I'm a ghost. You guys have a wonderful holiday. Stay safe and peace out.